I'm Michael Knowles, and this is The Michael Knowles Show. We have just reached the end of the month of July. And July, it's a great month. It's wonderful. You go out, you have barbecues, you go into the sunshine. And I could not get to the end of July if I did not bring on my friend Jesse Lee Peterson, truly one of the great people left in California. Because Jesse, a few years ago, declared that July, it's not just the regular wonderful month we love in the summer. July is now officially White History Month. Jesse, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks, Michael, for having me on. And I started uh, White History Month three years ago and decided that July would be White History Month. Because if you notice, Michael, and this is our fourth year of celebrating, July just feels white. <laughs> <laughs> now, what, what is it, Jesse? What is it about July? It just feels... <laughs> it's summertime, the 4th of July... Vacation time, <laughs> reflection time to just kind of relax and reflect on how wonderful, how amazing America is. And thank God for the white men who found it and, and with the help of God created the greatest country on this side of heaven. And we need to remember that because the enemies of God and the enemies of white people are trying to destroy it. They are taking now the, the, the amazing history of white Americans and putting junk up there. Nothing. It's just mess, right? Like George Floyd, an unemployed drug addict with a criminal record. They're going to take down the statues of the great white men who founded the country and put up an unemployed drug addict with a criminal record. We can't let that happen. We must remember America. Jesse, I can, I already hear the, the media matters right up in the Southern Poverty Center and all these, all of these leftist groups, they're going to say, Jesse Lee Peterson is a, he's a white supremacist. This is a rate, the idea that, that, you know, there's a white month, white history month, that is a racist, evil, terrible idea. What say you? Well, number one, I expect them to do it because you got to realize our battle is a battle between good and evil and uh, uh, Southern poverty and meat and matters and other. They're on the side of evil. They hate God. They hate the, uh, the family between a man and a woman. They hate the unborn children. They hate America. And so they're supposed to fight back with evil to try to stop good. But good is greater than evil. And we should not give into the name call. They could call me whatever they want, Michael. I've been called every name in the book. <laughs> but I, I love what's right with all my heart, soul, and might. I love my neighbor as myself, and I love my country. And I refuse. And I was born on a plantation down in Alabama. I grew up under the Jim Crow laws, right? And I have to tell you, the Jim Crow law wasn't as bad as the, the enemies of America are pretending that they were. We knew at the time that the Jim Crow laws were controlled by Democrats and they were trying to keep the blacks out of the Democratic Party. And that's why the Republican Party was started by blacks and whites, because the Democrats would not let the blacks into the uh, uh, Democratic Party. That's what Jim Crow was all about. That's what that was about. And we knew that at the time. And so they're just rewriting history 
in order to uh, divide and conquer. They want a fake power and money, and they're using the people for that. And so we got to celebrate white history because if we erase white history, it's over for America. Look at, they have this phony idea of black history, woman history, mama history, homosexual history. LGBT, right, right. Right, uh, and, and, and Mexican history. Everybody history but white people. Yeah. And if it wasn't for white people, these people wouldn't even be here. And so we got to give thanks to the white folks who created and founded and created the greatest country. Well, there there is this very strange thing where you'll, you'll get uh, conflicting arguments from the left. They'll say, you know, white people founded America and they were awful, evil, terrible, rich white men who, you know, all, all sorts of things. But then they'll also say white people didn't build America. You know, actually America was built in spite of white people. But then they'll say America was evil and remains evil. So then you say, well, hold on, you just said that the non-white people built it. So now you're saying they. So it gets very confused. And then you see it on the identity stuff where you've got Women's History Month, Mexican, black, LGBT. I mean, it gets, you know, every single group every day, there's a new identity group. But if you, yeah. and, and we're told we need to abolish whiteness. Whiteness is evil. White people are the bane of existence. But then we're also told that white people don't exist. It's not a legitimate group of people. And I saw a poll. I don't know if you saw this, Jesse. There's a Pew Research poll that said um, uh, it, it talked to black people, Hispanic people, Asians, and white people. And it measured their racial consciousness, how important they felt race was to their identity. And the irony, because you would expect, according to the leftist narrative, white people, they'd have the highest racial identity. They're white supremacists. They had the lowest racial identity by a long shot. They were the least concerned with race of anybody. And yet it's this being pushed in our schools. CRT, you got to have a racial consciousness. I mean, where, where does this end? And you're right about that. Uh, the average person is not running around thinking about race. They're really not. But it's those who desire fake power. It's the evil people like the media, the Democratic Party, the, the liberal media, the Democratic Party, the right or Republicans. They are the ones, uh, uh, the black race hustlers, like the so-called civil rights leaders and the black caucus and others. They are designed power and wealth, and they keep this mess going in hope that we will fight one another so they can divide us and conquer. Look at all the confusion that they are creating by allowing the uh, prisons to just leave jail now. They're yeah. letting them out into the streets, and, and crime is going through the roof, and no bail bond and no nothing, while at the same time they want to take the Second Amendment away from the good people. So they don't want us to have a way to defend ourselves. They need confusion. They need to raise war so that we don't pay attention to what they are doing. And they are trying desperately to take control over the people. And that's what I, another example of this battle is between good and evil. We truly have people who are serving evil and we have those who are on the side of good. And evil people hate good people. And they are trying to destroy, the, they have already destroyed the average black male. The average black male isn't worth a dime. He thinks and he's emotional just like a woman. He's become like his mama, right? So they're not worried about him anymore. That's why they are pumping up the radical black women, pretending that they are the it nowadays. You need the black woman because they can use her for destruction. And the only thing that's the only people that are keeping white, uh, I mean, American together now is the straight 
white conservative male, <laughs> <laughs> the straight white conservative Christian man, they can get rid of him. They can control the women and children in the same way they did with the black family. They got rid of the black male, and now they have control of the women and children, giving them governmental programs, making them feel good about being wrong, brainwashing them. And so the straight white male is in the way. They want to turn America into a socialist, communist society so that they can control the people because they're so evil and insecure. Because anyone, anyone, I don't care who it is, anyone who has anger is evil. And they are insecure. They have doubt. They're emotional. They have fear. They worry. They live in their imagination. And so they got to control the outside world in order to feel good about themselves. Oh, Jesse, I love that you always bring it down to good and evil because it's funny. I mean, yeah. I, I love the idea of like sort of poking the left with the white history month. And I know, you know, uh, so much on the left, they use race as this way to just divide people yeah. and gin up tension. And, you know, uh, there are, I, I think there are about three neo-Nazis in America. I don't, and I think most of them just work for the FBI, you know, <laughs> and they're informing yes. each other. But, but yeah. I, I always think what Cardinal Manning said is, when you get down to the very bottom, all human conflict is theological. It's not yes. going to be about sort of superficial things. It's going to be what's good and bad and right and wrong and true and false. But these days, you're not allowed to say that. They, I mean, you, you are having in our schools now and in our institutions, the outright denial of objective reality. That if, if a man wants to be a woman, he really is a woman and you better not say otherwise. I know we have uh, in California, there's this guy called Bruce Jenner. You ever heard of him? I, th I think I know. I haven't heard of him in a while, but I've heard of someone else with a similar name. I don't. Bruce Jenner is walking around wearing a dress and a, what seemed to be a wig, looking like a, pretending to be a female. I know, everybody know, knows that Bruce Jenner is a male in a dress and Bruce Jenner is running for governor uh, to take out uh, Gavin Newsom. And I'm looking at this guy doing interviews and things like that. Everybody pretended that they're talking to a woman when they're talking to a male. Yeah. And this guy, how is he going to run California? He can't even recognize that he is a male. Thank God Larry Elder has gotten in there because I, I am 100% for Larry and I believe he yeah, will I love win. Larry. Yeah. We need Larry. If ever we need a Larry Elder, <laughs> we need him now. <laughs> well, you know, you're, you're, the point on, on Bruce Jenner is so good because what, what we are told now is if, if you point out that Bruce Jenner is the guy on the Wheaties box, right? He's, he's one of the most famous male athletes in the history of the world. Yeah. If you point out that he's not a woman, that you're mean, you're nasty, you're bigoted, you're trying to harm him. And I just think to, to lie to somebody, to, it, look, there, I'm, I'm sure there are yeah. men who think that they're women, and I'm sure there's men who want to be women, and I'm sure there's men who are very confused about their sex. And I think if you lie to them and you say, no, you actually are a woman, I think that's very disrespectful. I think it is insulting. I think it's condescending, and it means you think you're much smarter and, and better than they are. And if you yes. if you look to them very compassionately and say like, hey, buddy, I know you're going through something, but you are not actually a woman. Th that's an act of compassion. But, but now we're told, no, if you don't elevate a, a confused person to a top position of authority in the state of California, that you're a bad guy. Yeah. And just because he says all the right thing, oh, I'm for a smaller government. I'm for a Shutting down the borders, that doesn't make doesn't mean that he knows what he's doing. And we shouldn't go by that at all. You know, uh, uh, 
And also, if we are honest with him, we're showing love for him. Yeah. We're showing him, I understand you got an issue, but you're not a girl. Yeah. You're a boy. Let's see what the issue is so you can overcome it. And that's what love is. Don't hate him for it. Don't judge him. But don't accept a wrong as though it is a right. So, and so we're showing up how to overcome it. But, Michael, I got to tell you this. This really blew my mind. Yeah. This blew my mind. I've had some blowing mind moments. <laughs> <laughs> so there is something called Juneteenth. <laughs> the National <laughs> Independence Day. It's, yeah. the, it's the most sacred feast day of the whole year. So slavery ended 200 years. I mean, yeah, 200 years, I think. A little under, yeah. A little I, before a hundred, I mean, for a handful of 50 black people in Texas found out about it. Yeah. So you had like five or 10 black people in Texas didn't know slavery had in it. And then 200 years later, they found out that slavery has in it, in Texas, a little part of Texas, not the whole Texas. And, they, and they're like, oh, Lord, I didn't know slavery in it. Let's make it a holiday. And so now they want to make something called Juneteenth, yeah. a holiday, and take away the 4th of July. That's insanity. And if anyone go along with that, then something's wrong with it. Well, the lights are on, but nobody's home. <laughs> you, you know what's amazing about the Because there's, there's two Juneteenths, right? What they're saying is in Galveston, Texas, you're talking now three years after uh, Lincoln frees the slaves, but yet still before the 13th Amendment prohibits slavery in the Constitution. You got this union guy who shows up and he says, hey, by the way, the slaves were freed. And then, okay, that's fine. They have this local tradition for however long, 150 years or something. And then, but now, a few, as, as of what, five minutes ago, we're told, <laughs> oh my gosh, June, it's the most important feast day. And by the way, people are going to, Jesse, they're going to tell you Juneteenth is not about replacing the 4th of July as the Independence Day. In the title of the law that makes it a holiday, they call it the Juneteenth National Independence Day, which in, in my estimation is because we need a new Independence Day, we need a new flag, we need a new national anthem, because the left wants to create a new nation where America once stood. This is why we cannot allow this to happen. Somebody got to speak up at some point, because if you don't speak up about it, be honest about it, they will change America. And if they do, we're going to lose America. And there's nowhere else to go. America was given to us by God, and we can't. We should be grateful. I am willing to die for my country, willing to die for it, because it's a it, it, it is amazing to be born in America and to grow up here and to be able to do whatever I want or don't want, and I have the freedom to do that. I cannot let the evil people stop. America. And that's why we have to turn the children back to the fathers and the fathers back to the children, because it has nothing to do with your color. It has nothing to do with male or female. It's good versus evil, yeah. right versus wrong. Whatever God you serve, if, you, if, you, if you're in a fallen state, meaning you have anger, Satan is your daddy. So you got to serve Satan. And if you have overcome that anger and returned to the Father, God is your daddy, and you got to serve God. And we knew that at one time in this country, and that's what kept the children of the lie back, because the people of God spoke up. They were not afraid of evil. They dealt with it. They didn't take it personally when they were name-called, and somebody, I'm going to take your job away from whatever. Take the job, but I'm standing up for what is right. We must come back to that. And especially men, because men are supposed to lead the way. They're not followers. They're supposed to be leaders. 
And we got to bring men back to their natural state of being. You know, I love, Jesse, when you talk about anger, because Christ says, he's very clear, if you have anger in your heart against your brother, you're committing murder against your brother. I mean, this is is a really dangerous thing, not just for your brother, but for you as well and for your soul. And what I love, I mean, Jesse, you wouldn't remember this, but I remember the first time I met you, I was 18 years old. I was a freshman at Yale, and somehow Yale University didn't boot you off campus for being too right-wing. Somehow they let an actual <laughs> conservative guy sort of show up. You gave a, a wonderful lecture in a in this room. A bunch of white liberals stormed out and hated that you were there, but you nevertheless said what you were going to say. And the thing is, no matter how shocking, outrageous, reactionary, provocative the things are that you you will say, you don't say them in anger. You've always right. got this very calm demeanor because you're just saying the truth as you see it. And that's right, because anyone who has anger is weak. They, they live in their imaginations. They're emotional. And God is not their God. Satan is their God. That's why God said, before you enter into the kingdom of heaven within, you must go and forgive because that unforgiveness, that anger is unforgiveness. And as you said, whoever, whomever has anger is a murderer. And you're not going to enter into the kingdom of heaven with murder, being a murderer, right? Because that's the nature of Satan. And the battle is a battle between good and evil. So go and forgive. Forgive your parents. They can help themselves. And God will forgive you. And life is amazing after that. <laughs> you, you have no fear. I have perfect peace. Michael, and I I returned to the Father 31, 32 years ago. I have perfect peace. I have no fear, no doubt, no worries. I never experienced anxiety or stress or suicidal thoughts because I have peace, because I don't have the spirit of anger. He took it away from me when I forgave my parents he forgave me, and it's just been amazing ever since. Well, there, there's an important political lesson here, too, because, you know, your love of country is an extension of your love of your family, of filial piety. Yes. And, and so uh, for a lot of people now, it used to be the case that we had gratitude, right? I mean, we had thank, uh, the first Thanksgiving by the pilgrims at Plymouth Rock, and then Washington celebrates Thanksgiving. And we we always would thank God for, for the blessings, uh, and especially for this country. And we would thank our founding fathers, and we would thank the, the great men who built the country. And now all of that seems to be uh, on the inverse, now we peddle grievance. Now, instead of humility, we peddle pride. Instead of gratitude, we peddle grievance, and we tear down the statues of our forebears, and we, yeah. we all the way down to disobeying our parents, right? All the way. To, it, it seems like there might be a political connection here to this very personal uh, feeling. Absolutely, one hundred percent. That's why we must. The family is the perfect order of God. And if we have the father over the wife, the wife, the wife over the children, you can't go wrong. Because there's this order to life, that order is God in Christ, Christ in man, man over woman and woman over children. That's the spiritual order of God. And when you live in that order, you cannot go wrong. You're protected from evil. You have the, uh, 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 the know-how to stand up and deal with evil people without being angry at them because they can't help it. But you have to fight back because greater is he that's in us, those who have returned to the Father, Greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. And Satan children have no power. That's why they always have to intimidate you. And they always have to call you name because they need you to back down because they really only have words. They only have threats, but no power. And if you don't have an anger, 
you can see that they're weak and you will not bow down to you. And again, we knew this in America. When I was growing up, we knew this. This stuff would never have. Critical race theory would have been thrown out of the window as soon as anyone brought it up. That would not have happened in, in America in the good old days when boys were boys and men were men. But we're told, Jesse, I don't know if you heard this one too, we're told critical race theory, it only exists in a handful of law schools. It's not being taught to your kids. It's not permeating the society. You say uh, that's not the case. No, it's everywhere. Yeah. It's been going on for a while. Over, uh, I've been hearing about critical race theory uh, over the years, right? But I had no idea that why we were not paying attention, they were... Uh, implanting this stuff into the schools, into businesses, and into the military, and every yeah. area of our life. It's everywhere, Michael. But if we have perfect love in our heart, no peace, we can deal with it. We still can stop it. These people are teaching young people to hate America, to hate themselves, to hate one another. What do you think going to happen? There's no love and anger. It's going to only get worse rather than get it better. And another thing that I've noticed, uh, Michael, in South Africa right now, Mommy Africa, it is hell over there now. 100% yeah, hell. Right, right. It's not being reported Riot, on much either. Rice and stealing and murdering, everything is happening. And because the black, uh, the black people took over the government, and as a result of their hatred for white people over there, they are robbing and raping and killing. They have defunded the police department, so no protection. Protection. They have taken away the rights to bear arms over there. And so the citizens have to pick up a stick and defend themselves. It's awful, man. And that's what's happening in America today. And you don't hear about it, about Mommy Africa, because it's happening to white people. Yeah. If the role was reversed, right. that's all we'll be hearing about. But if you pay attention... They are putting these radical blacks in our government and mayors and 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 congressmen and women and in our government, and they are passing laws, defunding the police. Reparation is happening now, and they are doing exactly to America what they have done to South Africa. And just as they are taking the land of the whites without compensation in South Africa, it's going to happen here in America if white people don't get over this phony idea about slavery and police brutality and Jim Crow, and if white Americans don't start speaking up, voting these people out, getting involved, the exact same thing is already happening, mm. but their land will be taken by the blacks. We, we also need to vote out those radical whites. I mean, I'm thinking of Bill de Blasio yes. and some of those guys too. But, but you know, the point, Jesse, here is like, You've got BLM and Antifa who burn down the country for eight months last year and kill people yeah. and, and steal things and attack government buildings. And basically they get off the hook, especially in New York. I mean, they're being released without charge very often or uh, pleading down. Uh, whereas you get these excitable right-wing people, the guy with the horn, you know, or whatever, the guy who took Pelosi's lectern and they go and they make a mess of the Capitol and, you know, that's very bad, but they're going to go to jail for 20 years. <laughs> Meanwhile, the people who burned down right. buildings for six months, they're going to get off the hook. Because they got to get the straight white male out of the way. Really, <laughs> that's what this is all about. I mean, and you made it clear, look what happened. There was an insurrection upon America, burning and robbing and yeah. stealing and raping and murdering and all kinds of stuff. Oh, it was just a riot. 
Peaceful well, protest. Few, yeah, peaceful protest. And a few people uh, with anger would just tricked into going into the Capitol building there because it's been showing now that there were people who were encouraging those people to do it, right? And now they are acting like an uh, insurrection upon the Capitol, insurrection upon America. And what they are doing, they are going after the straight, white, conservative Christian man. They got to get him out of the way in order to turn America into a socialist society. And so they want the blacks burning and robbing and raping so that they can have this confusion going to get the white man out of the way. Then they're going to take away all of our rights and control all the people. Well, I, it's I, all about that. I do think there is also, so much of leftism is an inversion of Christianity. And so in Christianity, you get the incarnation of absolute goodness, of absolute redemption in, in the person of Christ. And then yes. I do think there's something to, the way you're talking about identity politics, Jesse, there is certainly an idea being promulgated by our institutions that in the you know straight white man who thinks he's a man, who's rich, who's what you know, you go down all the groups, you get the incarnation of evil, right? The sort of irredeemable yes. incarnation of evil. I guess the only the only thing though here, Jesse, that I think throws a wrench in your theory is the I don't think the left likes you very much. And I think you're standing up pretty hard and you're definitely straight and you're definitely a male, but I, I am pretty certain you are a, a straight black male. All the way. <laughs> but I love what's right, so they cannot stop me. I have mm. no fear. I have no doubt. I have no worry. And so I love my country. And I refuse to just lay down and let these evil people take over my country. There's nowhere else to go. And even if there were so, because I think white people going into outer space now. and, and <laughs> Like Elon or uh, yeah. uh, Jeff Bezos, right? So I am saving my money. So when they go up there and they buy, they, they open up some land, yeah. I'm going to be the first one on the ship with the white folks. <laughs> So I can get some land while it's cheap and out of space. I'm not standing out here with this mess. <laughs> but, Mike, I can't believe that I met you at Yale, man. That's, yeah. I do remember that. That's amazing. It, it is. It's so weird because then later, you know, we met and became friends in Los Angeles. But right. I only, I remembered it some time ago. I said, oh, my gosh, Jesse Lee, true, you want to talk about God's providence? I go to this very liberal left-wing school, all this politically correct. And one of the first people that I meet at Yale is Jesse Lee Peterson. That's uh, That can't just be random chance. That's amazing. I remember when I started out, I started Bond 30 years ago and I was traveling around the country speaking. We did have more freedom of speech even back then than we do today. Yeah. Because I spoke at different universities around the country and I never had to really deal. And people did walk out and they got mad, but they weren't carried on as they are today. Yeah. And, the, and the reason they have gone out of control today because uh, the good folks have stopped speaking up. They are not fighting back. They're allowing these people to, to, you know, to carry on like this. And if you don't deal with evil within yourself, overcome it, uh, it will destroy you. Yeah. And likewise, if you don't deal with it on the outside of you, it will destroy you. And that's what these people are trying to do. They want to take away our freedom of speech our Second Amendment. Once they do that, Michael, it is over for us. We can't let that happen. So you you are fighting. I mean, obviously you fight back all the time and you speak and you have the show and everything, but you've got this conference coming up down in Florida. Yes. It's a men's conference, our 11th annual men's conference down in Orlando, Florida, August 14th. Everybody and their daddy going to be there. And I know you've participated in them before, and I do appreciate that. I wish you could have been there this time. I know you can't. Yeah. Uh, the people can go to rebuildingtheman.com. 
rebuildingtheman.com and get their tickets. They're selling fast. October 14th, uh, uh, our men's conference, go to rebuildingtheman.com. And also they can find me at jessaleepeterson.com, jessaleepeterson.com. We are rebuilding the man, rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man, and we are uniting the races with truth rather than dividing them with lies. You know, everybody forgets. Everybody seems to forget that courage is a virtue. Courage is actually the prerequisite for all of the yeah. other virtues. And, you know, uh, most most people uh, I've noticed on the Republican Party leadership and even in the conservative movement, they've got spines of jellyfish. And yeah. then and then there is Jesse Lee Peterson, who just who does not care, <laughs> will not be cowed or backed down. And yeah. it's just really amazing. I mean, it's really inspiring to see Jesse. One last thing, Michael, I appreciate that. We cannot let these people take down our flags and and, and, and take away the national anthem and place and replace it with some dumb lift every boys anthem or something. I don't know what that is. Yeah, and the rainbows and the now it's like a racial rainbow and it's the there's it's very confusing the new flag. I don't I don't understand it. Yeah, so if they start if they continue down this road road then the, the the fans need to stop supporting sports and stop buying the products, stop yeah. going to the games and things like that. We got to take some type of action, otherwise they're not going to stop. So, the, ain't no such thing. Lift every voice and, and all this crap. They'll take it down the American flag, the Confederate flag, and put it up Black Life flags and homosexual flags. We can't let that happen, man. You're right, because there's, the symbols matter, you know. Symbol, symbols represent real things. And so if you want to have a new country, then you're going to ch- have to change the flags. You're going to have to change the founders. You're going to have to change yeah. the, the ideas. And, uh, you know, all, all I note for people who are skeptical maybe is right now there's a new Gallup poll out. Race relations are at a 20-year low. Religiosity is at almost all-time lows. Birth rates at almost all-time lows. And you think, yeah. okay, we've tried this leftist thing for decades now. It's only led to misery. Maybe we got to change course. Absolutely, man. And we yet have time to do that. You just have to overcome fear, speak up, don't be angry, and there's nothing or no one that can stop you. This is the greatest country in the world on this side of heaven given to us by God, and we got to appreciate the white men who found it. <laughs> Taking it all the way back to the beginning, to white history right. month. <laughs> and, and found and created a great country with the help of God, and we got to say thanks to them. We cannot forget about that. We must be grateful, otherwise we will lose it. So happy white history month, folks. Happy white history, Michael. July just feels white. <laughs> you know, I'm grateful to a lot of people especially Jesse Lee Peterson. Jesse, thank you for coming on. I look forward to seeing you back in LA soon. Absolutely. Thank you, man. I wish you well. 